We cover a lot in this episode. Use the timestamps down below to zero in on the stories that are of particular interest to you. All right, folks, you got to see this. This is Kevin McCarthy with a little grin on his face. He knew this was coming and he was ready to pounce to defend his giving the video footage access to Tucker Carlson and to skewer CNN in the process. Watch or listen, depending on what platform you're on. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. the footage that you gave Tucker Carlson last night he went on so this is a mostly peaceful chaos as he said he downplayed Brian Sicknick's death said it was not related to January 6th that this was not an insurrection do you regret giving him this footage so he could whitewash the events of that day once again these leftist Marxist mockingbird media muppet hacks editorializing their own question I mean listen to that that so Tucker Carlson can downplay and whitewash what he's showing us. But uh, <laughs> I'm not a Kevin McCarthy fan, but I'm a fan of uh, of his uh, his. You know, uh, I've got the canary in my mouth, and I'm ready to pounce. Grin. You could, if you if this guy was a boxer, he was projecting. For those listening, he's smiling and he's bouncing and he's waiting. He's projecting. He's about to throw a punch. This this was entertaining to watch uh, and listen to. Now, uh, just listen. He was ready. He was ready for this, and he came with the goods, not just to once again double down that he wanted transparency, uh, but also call out the hypocrisy from one mainstream media big player. No, um, I, I said at the very beginning transparency, and so what I wanted to produce for everybody is exactly what I said that people could actually look at it and see what's gone on that day. So. But why, but, 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 but Mr. Speaker, Look, each person can come up with their own conclusion, but I, what I just want to make sure is I had transparency. Do you believe because I know in CNN, I mean, I had here where you guys actually broke where we were, this was a secret location, Fort McLaren. I don't know if you got concerned by that. I don't even know from a point of view of security if we could ever be taken there again. But when you broke that at CNN, that was a real concern to a lot of people. He had in his hand the CNN article where they disclosed exactly where members of the legislative body in D.C. were taken on January 6th for their safety and security. So here they are talking about the dangers and reporting on the dangers of the January 6th footage being released because it compromises, you know, the uh, the safety and security and the sources and methods of well, the methods of keeping these people secure, and it's a it's a security risk. But yet they reported on the whereabouts exactly of members of Congress and the Senate when this all this whole thing went down. Uh, very, he's got a little sheepish grin on him. I had a real concern also when I wanted to make sure transparency. Look, um, 
the officer's death is tragic and uh, any time an officer is passed uh, in this situation, uh, I want to make sure they're protected. I want to make sure the transparency is, goes forward. Speaking Mr. Speaker, was this in any way part of the deal that you made no. to win the speakership no. to specifically give the content to No, the, to answer, the answer is no. And if, uh, if you follow, I'm not sure if you were there the times before, I got asked the question um, in a press what I would do in the process. I've watched on January 6th committee how it was only politically driven. Now on the January 6th committee, you couldn't have the minority side wasn't allowed to put people on. Um, and I just thought it was fair if someone asked me the question. Just transparency. Then Kevin McCarthy concludes with these very important remarks, exposing the January 6th committee and also letting us know that it's not just Tucker Carlson who is going to have access to this material which when we get to it later in this episode, you'll see is something vitally important. So what I tried to do is be able to release the information, which we'll do to everybody. I worked with the Capitol Police. I asked them for any clips on the way that they had concern with the security level. Only one of the clips did, and we were able to change that. An interesting thing the Capitol Police told us when we went through this is that January 6th never asked them about that, the security. All this talk from the propagandists on the January 6th committee, the mainstream media, Chucky Schumer, Mitch McConnell, everyone about, oh, the, the security of it. And Kevin McCarthy consulted the Capitol Police to make sure that nothing that shouldn't be shown for security reasons was shown. And then, of course, what we already know, that the January 6th committee wasn't really caring about the security. They never even questioned the Capitol Police about that. So that's why they showed, unfortunately, President, uh, our Vice President Pence, when he was uh, being escorted out, they used my office on the escorter where he went out. They never asked the Capitol Police if that's showing security clearance that they shouldn't, which they didn't. Again, um, Ken McCarthy talking about information that they showed video of that they never consulted about as far as security, that compromises security by showing uh, how and where they were escorted on that day. Mike, uh, Vice President Mike Pence uh, and the then minority leader, uh, Kevin McCarthy. So interesting stuff. All right, folks, and I just want to show you this uh, this other uh, last clip about, well, we're, we're going to go through several, several audio clips, but there's a, uh, another video clip I want to show you. This is uh, Merrick Garland, and he he was actually announcing a lawsuit to, uh, to uh, about... JetBlue trying to get Spirit Airlines. And of course, he was asked about this. And uh, I want you to hear what he's saying. I want you to hear how nervous he is. This guy is the Attorney General of the United States, and he's so nervous to answer questions. It's, it's very disconcerting. By the way, the audio source, and, and, and the, the, for those of you watching this, there, there's a slight loss in the link between the video and the audio. But just listen to what he's saying. You can hear the quivering of his voice. And if you're watching it, you can see his body language. The guy is so dodgy. How do you ever become attorney general? Oh, yeah, that's right. These people are not, uh, don't get there on merit. They get there because they're bought and paid for. You've seen some of that video. What, what's your reaction to that? So I, I don't want to comment on any particular reports. I think all Americans saw what happened on January 6th, and most of, it saw, most of, us, saw it, of us saw it as it was happening. It was a violent attack on a fundamental tenet of American democracy that power is peacefully transferred from one administration to another. Uh, um, 
over 100 officers were assaulted on that day. Five officers died. Uh, we have charged more than 1,000 people um, with their uh, crimes on that day, and more than 500 have already been convicted. I think it's very clear what happened on January 6th. I love how Attorney General Merrick Garland says, I don't want to comment on the video and then comments on the video. I guess not directly, but indirectly going, but this is the official narrative and that's our story and we're sticking with it. Even though a lot of things that he said were contradicted by the actual video. Like for instance, uh, Sicknick not dying and being fine on that day as shown by uh, Tucker Carlson's video on Monday night. Now, we didn't get additional video on Tuesday night. Wow, we're going to get into that in just a moment. But folks, let me tell you what Merrick Garland's folks are actually doing. They are trying to, through Jack Smith's special counsel, they are going to go full bore on everything to continue their narrative. It really is, uh, Tucker Carlson, by doing this, has really put them on the, uh, they were on the offensive. Now they put this, they've been put on the defense and on uh, on the offense. This is what happened right before we went into the weekend. Uh, President Trump had asked the federal court to block Vice President Mike Pence from speaking to the grand jury about certain matters covered by the executive privilege of the uh, of the criminal investigation that's going into, you know, what, what happened in late 2020 with President Trump or what have you. Okay, this is according to sources familiar with CNN, which means there's people leaking, leaking this stuff, right? Uh, The request in a new filing submitted secretly in a sealed proceeding on Friday comes after Trump team had already indicated to special counsel Jack Smith, who is overseeing the Justice Department's criminal investigations into Trump, that the former president intended to assert privilege over Pence's testimony. So we reported that that's what President Trump is going to do, but we found we're now finding out that over the right before the weekend that President Trump, you know, he, he did do that in a, in a sealed proceeding, okay? It is unclear how long it will take for the sealed proceedings to unfold, but it's possible that the district court re- resolves the dispute or that it will be appealed to a federal appeals court and perhaps eventually to the U.S. Supreme Court. Since taking over the DOJ the, into efforts, okay, since overtaking the DOJ investigation into Trump's efforts regarding the past election, Smith, who has a reputation for moving quickly, has accelerated the probe's pace. Okay, so we can expect some absolute uh, news about this probably in the coming weeks to counter what we saw from the footage of Tucker Carlson. Now, remember, there's three things that Tucker Carlson showed us in there that uh, Anon Shaman was not this crazy, violent guy that he was being escorted and they were trying to help him open doors. They were literally giving him a guided tour. That sick Nick did not succumb to injuries because of what happened outside, that he was actually inside after supposedly, you know, they say that that he died the next day because of what happened on the events of January 6th on January 7th. That he was hit over the head. You know, we, we later found out that he died of of natural natural causes, what a coinkydink! But now we're seeing video footage because of Tucker Carlson that he was walking around with a helmet. So that whole story about getting hit over the head with a fire extinguisher was BS. That he was walking around fine. Okay, that's major because the, one of the things against the January sixth always oh, it, it was a violent insurrection and police officers were killed and hurt. 
but one of the major ones who they did huge fanfare and had this whole thing in the, in, in the Capitol Rotunda uh, memorial for was a farce. And then, of course, that Ray Epps uh, lied under oath uh, and committed perjury by saying that he had left immediately after sending a text message to his nephew when the Capitol footage showed that he was there for half an hour afterward. Footage that the January 6th committee and, and, the, and the DOJ have access to. So that's why they're trying to quiet him. Now, remember, uh, I just want to go back and remind you that President Trump has said that uh, that he is going to uh, fight them, that, uh, that Trump is going to fight the corrupt and criminal Biden DOJ and their attempt to take away his presidential immunity from him. But of course, uh, Joe Biden gets complete presidential immunity. So I'm thinking that uh, we, we may see this end up at the Supreme Court. Okay, before we go back to Tucker uh, Carlson and a huge, I think, uh, telltale sign, and actually it's a good sign even though they're trying to make it a bad thing, they leaked private text messages of Tucker Carlson. Uh, but before we get to all that, I do want to mention some other news that uh, that's uh, vitally important. Uh, the Biden regime folks and the intelligence community as I reported yesterday, are saying, oh, someone other than Biden blew up the Nord Stream. Well, man, this thing is getting even more ridiculous uh, than than ever. The New York Times published a rambling and nearly incoherent report claiming new intelligence reviewed by U.S. officials suggests that a pro-Ukrainian group carried out the attack on the Nord Stream pipelines last year. Okay, now we get this. Uh, uh, the German press published... Uh, a report citing German investigators that and they had identified a Ukrainian-owned Polish private yacht which had chartered five men and a female doctor, a skipper, two divers, and two dive assistants, but their identity and nationality was unclear. I mean, the international malarkey to uh, excuse warmongering Joe Biden and his handlers and what they've done in literally sabotaging the energy of a NATO ally. These people are absolutely, uh, 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 I mean, the, the evil and the wickedness here is off the charts. But check this out, folks. This is, I, I got to report on this. This is so ridiculous. The yacht allegedly set to sea uh, from Germany on September 6th and was later localized near uh, a Danish island where the Nord Stream attack took place on September 26th. So they were out there for 20 days, three weeks before it actually happened. Uh, allegedly, these international saboteurs forgot to clear up their tracks and returned the boat with traces of explosives on the kitchen table. So they went and did this whole international operation to blow up Nord Stream. No one knows who they are. These are unidentified people. But they left the explosives when they turned the yacht back in on the gal in the galley or the uh, there on the table. Kind of like, remember, folks, did you remember, since we're talking about the events of January 6th, that on January 5th, an unknown bomber left uh, pipe bombs at both the RNC and the DNC, and it had a little timer? I mean, I, I mean, if you wanted to plant evidence, this was like textbook evidence planning. A pipe bomb that didn't go off, but had a an old, I mean, literally a timer, like not even a, a digital timer, not even something more sophisticated, no, just an old kitchen timer so that it could be easily photographed and known what it is. I mean, when the CIA and the intelligence community do their shenanigans and skullduggery, 
they assume that people are stupid, so they just d- dumb it down, right? So these guys did all of this secret Nordstrom bombing of a major thing. It was so big that it, it it's so explosive and so earth-shaking, literally, that it registered on the Richter scale. Oh, but damn it, these unknown guys, they just happened to leave the uh, <laughs> residue of explosives when they turned back the, uh, the, the yacht that they uh, rented. Uh, the investigators even allegedly found two fake passports used by the saboteurs. What freaking malarkey. Even if traces lead to Ukraine, the investigators have not yet been able to find out who hired the group of suspected perpetrators. In international circles, it's not ruled out that this could be a flag of false operation. This means that traces could have been literally led to the point to Ukraine as the culprit However, the investigators have apparently found no evidence that confirms such a scenario. Seymour Hirsch, who actually broke the story. I mean, okay, folks, Seymour Hirsch, uh, Hirsch didn't break the story. I reported on this last year. I didn't break the story. Other folks had put the dots together and I reported on it last year. But Seymour Hirsch obviously is a very weighty investigator found additional footage and wrote two reports now on it that seem to verify or validate our reporting from last year. So he was showing this new report. Let me just play this 30 second uh, audio clip. He, he was, uh, he was played, he was shown like this New York times article and all this malarkey. And this is what he had to say. It's pretty, it's pretty funny that disdain in his voice. You can definitely hear it. It can't be true. They can't be that stupid. Are they that stupid? Uh, what do I care? I'm going to go look at the New York Times now. Oh, my God. What? That can't be true. They can't be that stupid. Are they that stupid? Uh, what do I care? I'm going to go look at the New York Times now. Oh, my God. Intelligence suggests Ukrainian... Inc- <laughs> He's laughing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. No, I haven't seen it. No, I, I, I can't comment on that stuff. What do I know? I've written a couple of other things about it. I'm going to write something next week again about it. And that's the way I do it. So there's going to be uh, Seymour Hersh's reaction to the pro-Ukrainian group Sabotage Pipeline's New York Times headline. That was live on air in an interview he was having. Uh, so we're going to get more information on this. He's got another report coming next week. I look forward to it. I will report on it. Okay, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's move quickly here, folks. Your 401k... Your investments, your real estate investments, your portfolio, uh, for those of you who are relatively wealthy enough or well-off enough or smart enough or sacrificed enough to put stuff away for a rainy day to save and invest. I, I hate this whole thing of hating people who save and invest uh, as if they're rich and greedy and what have you. Uh, some of us have made sacrifices to have a, a 401k. We didn't spend that money. So we could put money into a 401k or a SEP or what have you, or what have you. We didn't get a brand new car. I I have never bought a brand new car and got a car loan on a, on a brand new car. My neighbors have new Jeeps and new Broncos and, uh, you know, new BMWs and what have you, you know, throughout the years. I've never tried to keep up the Joneses. If you buy a new car and you like the new car loan and you get utility, you get joy out of that. Uh, fine, that's fine, folks. I'm a, I'm a libertarian in that. Whatever floats your boat, right? As long as it doesn't hurt children, 
and is uh, among consenting adults, I may disagree with it, but that's your right. If you want to get a big old high interest rate loan for a depreciated asset because you want the new car smell, that's great. But many of us have foregone that to put that money instead for our children's education, for our retirement, or, or what have you. But that's getting wiped away. And of course, you know why this is happening. Did one of you say because of Joe Biden and his handler's policies? Don't be silly. That's not the reason why. Oh, oh, it's Trump's fault. That's not the reason why either. It's not Biden's fault or Trump's fault. Check this out. Treasury Secretary, I can't even read, I can't even read this with a straight face, but I will. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is warning that climate change is already having an economic impact in the U.S. and is the cause that asset is losing its value and will uh, cause asset value losses in the future, according to Reuters. I mean, every single person in this Mickey Mouse, Twilight Zone, upside down world, surreal, parody, satire of a regime known as the Biden administration is a freaking joke. From Merrick Garland to Joe Biden to Kamala Harris to now Janet Yellen, who of course has been a farce ever since she said, oh, this inflation is transitory when every single thing that was attributing to that inflation back in 2021 were not transitory pressures. There were pressures that were going to be here for a long time. I said in 2021, look, Janet Yellen may have all the degrees and titles. I may only have a bachelor's of science and economics, but you don't even need that to know that everything that is contributing to inflation is not transitory. Therefore, the inflation will not be transitory. And now she is saying, uh, your assets might lose value because of uh, climate change. Absolutely ridiculous. Okay, folks, let's get into more uh, fallout from yesterday. But folks, if you, I, I was planning on reporting on more footage from Tucker Carlson in this uh, in this episode, but that that's not happening. I want you to listen uh, to this. This is Steve Bannon going off on the foreign scumbags who control Fox News. People. The Murdochs are not only not with us, they're one of the leaders of the real opposition here. And Fox is going to throw out plenty of shiny toys for you to run around. Oh, the Democrats are socialist. Oh, look at this uh, school board meeting, which, by the way, we're all for the parents' rights. But they're trying to put shiny toys in front of you every day to get you off of the, their assault on their power and control and their narratives and their lies and their misrepresentations. And quite frankly, it opens up about why Fox hasn't been investigating this from the beginning. Why? Why had they not been investigating J6? I want to play the rest of the clip, but I was out, as I was putting it up here, I realized that there are some uh, copyrighted uh, music uh, in the background. But he goes on to say that it's because the foreign scumbags who control this network, referring to uh, the Murdochs and the influence that Fox News has. Now, this is uh, this is what happened. Uh, this is what happened. This is what Steve Bannon. Uh, posted yesterday, Murdoch shut Tucker down. 
Uh, so Cheryl Atkinson was saying, Ford, I can gather the plan to air more January 6th tapes on Fox tonight. This was last night, Tuesday night. Change. That must have been some battle behind the scenes, but it should be addressed explicitly on the program rather than just pretending to ignore it. And the question that she had uh, posted earlier was, did Fox and Tucker Carlson show more of the January 6th video as promised, or did they change the programming after threats and pressure to do so? And Steve Bannon, who has a lot of information, says the Murdochs shut Tucker down. So did Tucker show with those three things that I, I mentioned before? Did he show those three things uh, all at once because he ma- thought maybe that he wouldn't have a second chance and the, uh, the the Murdochs and the Paul Ryans didn't like it, so now he's not going to be showing anymore? Did they... Uh, did he have more he was actually going to show on Tuesday? It's not like he was going to show more, and then he didn't. I mean, I show you the, the, what he got from uh, Chucky Schumer telling the Murdochs, oh, don't show any more information, shut that down, and all the other whirlwind that was released by Tucker Carlson releasing this. If you recall, I said earlier when I showed the Kevin McCarthy clip in this episode that it's very important what Kevin McCarthy said, that he he's, he doubled down, tripled down again, that this is going to be released to more than more than just Tucker Carlson of Fox News, which obviously is necessary. Once again, I'm not a big fan of Kevin McCarthy, but he is a tactician, and he's a damn good one at that. You get this information out to Tucker Carlson so that the mainstream media has to cover it and what have you. They can't just downplay it as easily as if, you know, OAN or... I mean, if OEN or Newsmax showed it, if I showed it, if he just released it to everybody, the Gateway Pundit showed it, who also sued to get this thing, it wouldn't even be on the radar. I'd be like, oh, yeah, some stuff was released, and it was shown by the alternative, crazy, right-wing, MAGA, America first, ultra MAGA folks, and it, it, they, they would just ignore the story. But the facts that Fox News, a mainstream media outlet that's not on our side, showed it, that got the attention of the mainstream media. I mean, we've seen here, they questioned Kevin McCarthy on it. They questioned, uh, uh, Chucky Schumer went to the floor of the Senate to talk about it. Merrick Garland, the attorney general, was asked about it. So as a tactician, this was a smart move, whether I'm not in agreement of it or not, that it should have been released to everybody. It was a smart move to get the first bit of this out to Tucker Carlson for mass, massive uh, I mean, the whole world saw it at this point. So now let's get into uh, what they're doing against Tucker Carlson. Would you believe, oh no, NBC News is reporting the following. Well, Tucker Carlson is paranoid and crazy. Those are his words describing himself in a massive new evidentiary filing in the defamation lawsuit against Fox for lying. Tucker Carlson seethes with hatred. He exhibits it every night. Hatred for masses of people, hatred for individuals. Tucker Carlson hates passionately. And I know that because he has told us in writing, as revealed tonight. That's right, folks. On the day that Tucker Carlson is supposed to air more footage of January 6th, and he does not. And as we've just seen, according to Steve Bannon, the Murdochs shut that down. We get an NBC report that 
the lawsuit between a certain machine company and Fox News and reports that Fox News did at the end of 2020. Therefore, there's this defamation lawsuit. They leaked out on Tuesday night a text message in which Tucker Carlson shares his feelings about President Trump. Tucker Carlson texts. We are very, very close to being able to avoid Trump most nights. I hate him passionately. That's Tucker Carlson saying he hates Donald Trump passionately. So isn't that Jessica Winky Dink, NBC and the machine company used in 2020 that's now suing or has been suing Fox News the last couple of years over the initial reporting at uh, late 2020. They release these text messages as part of their lawsuit of text messages between Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram. And they, of course, highlight this one. I hate Trump passionately. And of course, they've been trying to show that uh, Tucker Carlson is buddy-buddy with Trump and what have you. you know, they, they had that little uh, gathering or meeting publicly last year. Folks, this is great news. If Tucker Carlson can't stand Trump and doesn't like Trump, then that means he's not a partisan, that he's not a MAGA, he's not an American first guy trying to help Trump with all of this. He actually might be a journalist that is looking for truth and transparency, even if it means helping someone he hates and uh, and despises and hates passionately. You want someone that's not on your side to defend a position that you're in. It makes it more powerful. For instance, President Trump has used Alan Dershowitz as his attorney several times. Alan Dershowitz is a diehard Democrat who didn't vote for President Trump, he says. This is powerful when you have someone on the other side advocating for principles of free speech and uh, executive privilege and other things. It's very strong if you have Tucker Carlson, who is a right-winger that doesn't like Trump, bringing out the truth. Because then you just can't say it's a partisan person that just is trying to help Trump. Which is funny, of course, to say nothing about ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, and all the other mainstream media, Huffington Post, New York Times, that just love Biden and do everything to help him because they're partisan. They can be partisan, but Tucker Carlson can't be, and now they're revealing that perhaps he really isn't, which gives more credence and more weight to his reporting and what he's doing. They're trying to turn a negative... Uh, they're trying to turn a positive into a negative. I think this is great news. It's kind of like Patrick Byrne, who has been funding a lot of these investigations in Arizona and other places. He'll tell you he didn't vote for Trump. He just loves America, wants the right thing to be done. He didn't vote for Trump. He's not a Republican. What are your thoughts, folks? Put it down below. Is this... Uh, much ado about nothing or is this going to help uh help or 
Hurt, Tucker Carlson, etc. And do you think, what we know so far, that the Murdochs have stopped Tucker Carlson from reporting further? I mean, I guess Wednesday night, uh, tonight, later tonight, we'll find out that's true or not, if he airs more segments. What are your thoughts on the stories that I've reported down, uh, put, your, put them down below if you're watching us on the format YouTube in which you can do that. Thanks for being here, folks. Please, please like, share, and subscribe if you're watching this show on YouTube. I didn't introduce myself, but I do hope you know that I am BCP, Black Conservative Patriot. My name is James. Uh, we have a sister uh, channel in which my college-aged daughter, actually, she's about to graduate college in a few months, uh, she reports the news without any commentary. That's over on our sister channel, the BCP Report. She goes and just reports the news, gives you the facts, and the commentary is saved for this channel and this uh, program. But go check it out. I actually, uh, I do the title and thumbnails for her reports, and after her report on Ted Cruz, I was like, Ted Cruz might make a great vice president. If you want to know why I put that as a title and thumbnail, Go ahead and check out uh, Junior Rett's report uh, from earlier this morning. And don't forget that we have a, another show called BCP Unfiltered, where I talk about, analyze, and show things that I can't show uh, for those of you watching this on YouTube. You can go to bcpextras.com, or you can join our community for free over at therealbcp.com and have access to both uh, exclusive and non-exclusive uh, information. For instance, I had a, a video that was initially on this platform, uh, YouTube, yesterday, but I removed it and moved it over to the other platforms. Uh, you can freely watch it over there uh, and the other places. And don't forget that BCP Unfiltered, as well as this show, is part of the BCP podcast, which you can catch in video format on Spotify and on audio on all the major podcasting platforms. Until uh, tonight, uh, I will be back here on YouTube uh, and the uh, BCP podcast. I will also be releasing uh, the latest episode, episode four of season three of our other show, BCP Unfiltered. The links to everything are down below, regardless of the format you're watching this on. Ciao, goodbye, God bless, big hug to all of y'all, my fellow patriots.